Ooh, welcome back to another episode of Gangland. I'm your host, Scott X. In this episode, I'll be having a conversation with my guest, Anya Solva. Yes, Anya Solva. She was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just in case you're wondering, not to brag. <laughs> I'm sitting here bragging for her. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I just noticed an interesting thing while talking to her in this podcast between like a difference between men and women, you know, like. The difference between men men questions is that it's like more logical, you know. It's more just like uh, yeah, it's more logical, uh, objective and stuff like that. And women's questions are like more about feelings and emotional. Like you'll notice in this podcast, she asked me how I feel about things, and you'll hear me ask like general questions or like you know directly straight to the point questions, right? I just thought that was interesting. Like I, like, I didn't notice that before. I hope you guys catch on to that. It might help you with your conversations with uh, the opposite sex, you know, because <laughs> that can definitely help you conversation-wise. So basically, just to introduce her, like uh, I met her on TikTok. I just stumbled across her videos one day because I noticed that she was like she was on stage telling jokes. She's a comedian. She's a lot of things, which is pretty incredible, honestly. And I was like, yeah, she's pretty funny. I'm going to just slide into her comments. And next thing you know, she fucking replied. And next thing you know, boom, bada bing, we're on a fucking podcast together. And she's straight out of, she's from Russia. Yeah, that's why, you know, the name probably didn't sound familiar. That's why I said it like that. Because it's spelled Anna if you're American, but it's Anya. (laughs) Okay. So she's from Russia. She moved here when she was 21. These are all the things you're going to hear, you know, in the podcast. But I thought that was just very interesting, especially from being from Russia, because you hear so many things. But I'm going to let her say all those things. So roll the intro music. All right. So I see you're from Russia. How was that living in Russia? Uh, completely different. I mean, Russians, I mean, Russia is a different country. It's kind of, mm. <laughs> well, while Trump was a president, it was a little bit similar to Russia. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so, uh, it's reminded me a lot, um, but it's different. It's like people are more cold, not very open, not very smiley, not I mean, once you get to know them, they're very welcoming and amazing people, but at the beginning, it takes time, you know? Right. But once you walk on the street, everybody's very serious. It's like kind of New York, you know? Like everybody's in rush. Everybody has agenda. Um, people don't trust each other. People, um, like, you know, you can be screwed at any moment. So you have this mindset, okay, I don't trust anyone. I just trust myself. Mm-hmm. That's it, you know? So you yeah. kind of have to live with that thing. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard people didn't smile there and they like probably, you probably get jumped if you smile at them. It's like, wow. Yeah, it's like, I used to, you put like, are you smiling at me? Like, um, and also, like, I'm sorry, let me turn off my phone. One second. Oh, I can do it here. One second. So, yeah, if um, it's like, if you smile, it means you're kind of weak. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to be somebody, you have, it's, it's sad because you see people like even if you go to the restaurant and people are very arrogant like the way they treat waiters a waiter you know it's just like very arrogant like like a server right. so it, 
it's kind of sad, you know, but this is, as they think it's cool, like, oh, I'm mean, I'm, you know, I'm an asshole, it means I'm cool, which is you know, such an old mentality. Right. So that, did that make the transition to America hard? Like, oh, yeah. That was right. such a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Shoot. I mean, I didn't mean it. It just was like the way I grew up. I was 21 when I moved here. Like, my mindset was like that you know mm-hmm. um even like meeting guys and russian men like approach women and you don't need to show that you're interested like actually you have to show the opposite they kind of be like i'm not interested and it means that it makes the guy like go after you stronger and in america if you do that the guy's okay you're not interested like okay i'll i'll go talk to somebody else right <laughs> like, no, i'm actually yeah. interested i just am not <laughs> oh wow um, <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> Maybe crazy. Yeah, it's like we know shows that you're interested in men. And here's the opposite. Like you have to be smiley and friendly to make it more comfortable for a guy to approach you. Um, yeah, that was a big transition. Wow. So like when you like rejected a guy and they like start coming after you, like how would you just get them all your back? Well, in Russia, you have to like make them go after you like for a couple of months, you know, like you need to be like, it's like the Russian men are more like, I don't know, like caveman style, you know, like they have to hunt a woman. So if, if they get it too easy, they're not going to be interested, you know, like, oh, it's something wrong with her. She's like easy. Um, so you have to like actually make them work hard. But once they like got you, like once you're in a relationship, it's a different story. Like they feel like they own you. And yeah. then it's like, I'm not your possession, you know, hello. He's like, well, you walk. So it's a different, completely different mentality set. It's right. Yeah. Have you, you know, like the word simp and like what that means and stuff? What is it? Simp. No, what does it mean? It's like, it's basically like that guy that would do anything for you and like he doesn't even really know you yet. Like just based off your looks and stuff, he would just already fall for you by not yeah. even knowing you. Like do anything, like you can basically treat him like trash and he'll still love you, like that type of behavior. Kind so, of, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I had to learn something new. Thank you for telling me. Yeah, that's yeah. Do they do anything like that over there, or is they just like overly masculine? Uh, they're overly masculine, but they do like if they like a woman, they would bring you flowers, chocolates, and they might not even know you. Like they might see a girl on the street that they feel attracted to. And the guy would be like, oh, he would buy a bouquet or he would buy chocolate. He would follow her home and it even wouldn't be considered stalking. Like in America, it's considered stalking. You know, the guy follows you home. Right. Um, in Russia, it doesn't consider stalking. It's considered like romance. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, you would see sometimes, actually, if you go to Russia, if you go like to those neighborhoods uh, with like apartment buildings, look at the ground. Most of the ground, it will be like written in different colors, like painted. Like, uh, I don't know, Svetlana, I love you. So the guy would go to your building and see where your window's facing. And they would write something on the ground. So when you wake up, you look at the window, you will see like, oh, somebody wrote it, you know? Wow. And it's almost in every single building, you will see that, yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Some of these dudes, like some of these simps over here should just go over there and they'll be like completely normal. They would be considered normal. All the stalkers too, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's probably why you learned kickboxing, huh? Yeah, you have to. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, the truth is I did keep boxing because, um, yeah, we were living in the neighborhood, which is, was not considered very safe. And in Russia, like kids go to school by themselves. Like since like you're in the first grade, your parents don't take you to school. Like nowadays they, some of them do if they have a car, is they like a little bit wealthier, but most of the kids they go to school by themselves. You just meet your neighbors and you walk to the school together with neighbor kids. Mm -hmm. So, and we were living in a not very safe neighborhood. And like at night after school, you have to walk home. It's not safe. And my father was like, why don't you try kickboxing for self-defense? So I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. I'll do it. So did you get kicked in the face a couple of times? Was that oh. like? Plenty, plenty of times. Wow. <laughs> it hurts, but after a couple of times, it's like it's the beginning. It hurts more, but then you're like, okay, just another punch, another kick. You know, you learn how to protect yourself. Yeah, that's pretty interesting because, like, I always thought like kicking, like fighting with your feet, would probably be like harder than fighting with your hands because, like, you'd probably be quicker with your hands and your feet, right? So it's like, did they teach you how to fight with your hands too, or it's just? No, it's hands too, but since I'm tall, um, I used uh, my legs more like a protection to keep it on a distance to, mm -hmm. to don't get the opponent come close to me. So I use it at my advantage. But yeah, punches are great and um, you have to do both. It's a combination of both. So I had actually two trainers. My One trainer was a boxer, which right. he taught me boxing technique. And another one was from Taekwondo and she taught me like uh, kicks and stuff like that. But you have to be able to combine both because if you good with only hands, you might lose because um, if somebody keeps you in a distance and a long distance and they're good with it, you won't be able even to come close to punch. That's what I was doing. I'm like, just don't come close to me. I'm going to keep you in a distance the entire time, you know, right. because it was my safety. On the second as somebody come closer to me, they usually were shorter than me. So my arms were longer. So it means I, had, I need more time to punch than somebody who was shorter arms. So it's like, it's still very technical. You have have to kind of use your body type and understand how to use it smart in the ring. Otherwise, it's just like ugly fight, like a street fight. Right. I've only learned how to fight off the internet, honestly. I need to go take a class or something. Have you ever fought? Yeah, I used to fight a lot as a kid. And then like my parents sent me to like Christian school. for like So those people I went to school with just became my brothers and sisters. So I never fought them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I haven't fought since like those elementary days, honestly. Yeah, I think it's still in you. <laughs> if you've done it once or twice, yeah. you still can. Oh yeah, for sure. Probably need to get back into that, honestly. Like, I always wanted to learn like a little fighting skill, but like it would have to be like, I want to learn the most brutal one. Like I don't want to learn, like I feel like karate would be like a little like, you know, like a uh, soft yeah it's like soft and stuff like that like i want to learn something brutal like i heard like i think jujitsu was like kind of like that do you think it is yeah it is very hard yeah and also like okay i'm gonna tell you well okay it's like a self-defense streak if somebody attacks you if you punch them here in the middle of the neck they won't be able to breathe so it's the best self-defense even if it's not a smart punch it could be a punch or like this your hand like this and if it yeah. goes straight to the neck it's the best mechanism but be careful because it actually can kill somebody yeah yeah exactly mm, yeah my mom told me that a long time ago i was like she was like if any of those girls at school like hit you or anything just hit them right in the neck <laughs> like you're trying to have me kill somebody in the middle of school like, that's crazy Wow, I want to meet your mom. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. I was like, wow, yeah, that's like, that part right there is your trachea. 
it's like it yeah jiu-jitsu probably is jiu-jitsu is like brazilian right and brazilian jiu-jitsu it's like grappling grappling mm-hmm. is throwing right it's actually I've, I've never done it but i watch guys doing it it's uh it's very physical and it takes a lot of energy because you have to hold the partner which is your partner is going to be your body weight you know it's you have to be able to pick up that person's throw it's very very physical I see you like won the championship. <laughs> like, is that, I, I feel like that would be like really nerve wracking. Like, you know, who you're going to go up against, right? It is. Um, but at the same time, it's like you experience like adrenaline rush and it's addictive. Like, it, I think mm-hmm. it's like jumping with, uh, from the airplane, you know, it's like feeling of adrenaline rush. And uh, when you win, it's like almost double of adrenaline rush. You know, it's like, fuck, that feels good. Yeah, right. that's, but once you do it for a while, you kind of, the reason I stopped because like with time, it, it doesn't seem that exciting. So at some, at some point I'm like, well, it doesn't excite me that much anymore. Like, why would I do that? You know? Right. So, but it takes, I mean, it's like everything in your life, I guess. Like you do it for a while, like you do it for 17 years, 15 years, and at some point I'm like, okay, I think I'm done here. Right. And so that's what happened to me. Yeah, I definitely felt that with like, I used to ride dirt bikes. So like, I would have to go to these big ass racetracks and I was only like nine <laughs> and they're huge hills. And I like, before that I've only drip, like rode them on like flat land and in parks and stuff. So like, I scared the shit out of me when I had to ride down the hill. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I had, it's dangerous too. Right. Very dangerous. And you have to go full speed down the hill. And I was like, everybody was like, it was, I don't know if you ever seen a dirt bike race, but like they start you off like a big ass line. And everybody just goes straight down the hill, full speed ahead, and everybody just flies right past me. It was probably the scariest point in my life. <laughs> how are you guys? Are you? Like, no, I ask you, it's like probably the same feeling like you're fl- uh, flying because the speed is so fast. You're going very fast. That must be a cool feeling. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Dirt bikes are something else. Have you ever ridden one? No. I, I, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, I don't think I can do that. It sounds very dangerous. So like something. <laughs> oh yeah. If you get kicked, if you can get kicked in the face, I'm sure you can handle a dirt bike for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I see you're also a comedian. Like that would probably scare the, the most shit out of me, honestly. Why? Because getting on stage and then having to make everybody in this, like, you know, the stands laugh and everything, like, and they're all judging you. Well, at least I would think they're all judging you. Yeah, it is scary. Um, I, the reason I started doing it because it was my fear. Like you said, like I was very intimidated. Being, I'm comfortable being in front of the camera. I feel, I think I'm comfortable, but being on stage with the mic, that would freak me out. Mm-hmm. Um, same adrenaline rush as kickboxing, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's addictive too. Like once you get, once you get that feeling when people laughing at your stuff, you're like, oh, this is like a wave of joy and you're riding this wave together. And it's like, it's, it's awesome. It's like orgasmic feeling. It's very yeah. cool feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you start that in America or you started that in Russia? No, in America. I started recently, like um, a year and a half ago, I would say. Um, very recently. And yeah, but I also feel like since English for me is second language, like 
subconsciously I'm like oh I always if I suck I always have an excuse or like English my second language you know like right. I always have this like okay like you know like I didn't do well because English is my second language or something like that right. I try to do my best every single time I go up what type of jokes do you make like is it just like you know daily life jokes or just it's mostly about me um, being Russian in America how I see world um, because I feel like we do see it the immigrants we do see it differently Mm -hmm. um yeah it's mostly about me my life um making fun of myself and my experiences and yeah i feel like comedy it's like a it's a beautiful thing because you can turn if something like bad happens in your life or like a drama or tragedy you can always turn it into humor and oh, it's yeah, real sure. and people love real stuff you know yeah i definitely do that like all the time in my comedy when i'm all gone, when i'm just around my friends i'm <laughs> just funny like i try to be the life of the party even though i'm highly introverted mm, fun and like what do you feel when you entertain others when you entertain your friends uh, i feel pretty good like i feel like because especially when i'm at a party and then we start doing games like you know like these dare games it's whether you do a dare or you drink like, I always do the dare because everybody else is never going to do the dare. Everybody's too scared of what everybody's going to think. I honestly don't give a shit, especially when I have, like, some alcohol in me. Like, I really just don't care. <laughs> you just numb your fear. I'm like, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't care what it is. Honestly, I'll probably do anything. But, cool. Yeah, it's just, yeah, humor is definitely good for, like, trauma. I, get joke, I joke about a lot of my fucking trauma. Probably been too much. <laughs> oh that's it's the way you express it and once it becomes a joke you do you don't feel sad anymore you know yeah exactly so on to you like you being a real estate agent so it seems like you're doing a, like a lot of like you know <laughs> hard work that takes a lot of like good self like good self-esteem and confidence like you know like being act well I haven't talked about the actor yet but you know real estate agent I'm like really curious about that how's that like well thank you yes it does take a lot of energy and um it's like in Miami everybody's realtors like in LA everybody's waiting interested like every act it's, it's a job you know it's a job that gives me opportunity to do other things like to have financial support while I do stand-up while I do acting while I'm traveling so it's fun too you know I meet like new people most of my clients becomes my friends so it's like it's cool I cannot complain it does it, it is challenging it's very competitive too because you work only on commission so sometimes you might it just happened to me I was working as a client for like I don't know two, three months back and forth, and they ended up buying apartment with somebody else. Oh, wow. I'm like, cool. And they were very, like, nice. But I'm like, this is, like, in Russia, I would be, like, in Russia, you don't do stuff like that. If you do something like that, like, you just get punched in your face, you know? Oh, yeah, you probably get jumped, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and here, like, they smile into my face and telling me, oh, thank you for your help. Come over for a drink. I'm like, are you for real? I'm, I'm like what's going on like you know like that's that really upset me like that day I was like fuck like you spend your like they don't respect your time because it's it's weird but then on the other hand I had great clients that become like my friends and we hang out and we're like we so it's different I think it's like in every job you have like ups and downs and different sides of the metal so mm, yeah people in those big cities are definitely more fake for sure <laughs> yeah 
I was like, wow, it's, it's, it was really fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can, I have other, I have more amazing people around me than like assholes. <laughs> yeah, it's always better that way. So do you like use that knowledge for like your own investing? Not yet, not yet. Eventually I will. Um, it's like in my pipeline, like what I want to do in the future for now. And I don't, man, I don't even have time. Like, and I'm not married, I don't have children, but it's like, but you know, like when you do creative stuff like comedy and it takes a lot of time and energy and creative process. So in future I will, I will invest. You don't, you don't invest in anything? Just like- just I invest in myself. The only thing I invest in is me. It's my education. It's uh, mostly education, uh, traveling, because I do feel like when you travel, you also educate yourself. Like you learn different cultures and things like that. So I invest in myself. Where have you been around the world besides Russia? Um, well, I recently came back from uh, Turkey. Um, well, no, September, October. October I was there. October, November. Yeah, it was great. I mean, like um, just to see arabic muslim culture and uh it was fascinating and you see like people are very real like they're honest you know if they don't have nothing to say they don't say anything but if they want to say something like there is no small talk you know like people like completely different culture but beautiful i fall in love with the country i'm like wow it's uh, because you hear like oh muslim countries are aggressive and terrorism and I saw something completely opposite of that. Like I saw like kind people and there are so many homeless dogs and cats and they're all super fat. Like, like people feed them and they all have like little stickers with names. So even if the cat is homeless, but all the neighbors know the name of the cat and everybody feeds the cat. So it's I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, it's like, and they're so fat. I'm like, I've never seen so many fat dogs, homeless dogs, yeah. but super fat. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, they're usually skin to the bone. Yeah. They're fat. Wow. I never thought about going to Turkey. What are the people like? What are the people even like over there? Like, are they. Is it different? I mean, they're different from us, uh, but I get a feeling like you would like it. They're very calm. Mm. They're very calm. You don't see people like rushing. And if they have a conversation with you, like they invested, like they want to know about you, like they're curious, uh, very welcoming, like super welcoming. Um, caring open i had great experience i really loved it and you can see like they maybe because they're not spoiled and like for instance in america i feel like we got stuck in like mortgages and um, um credit cards and like you always worry about something right because you have to pay your bills and over there people like are more relaxed Yes, they leave maybe 10 people in one apartment. It could be three generations, like, you know, grandfather, kids, and, like, grandchildren. But they don't have this, like, stress on their shoulders like we have. Like, oh, my gosh, if I don't pay my mortgage this month, I'm going to be kicked out. I'm going to be, I'm going to go foreclosure. You know, like, people don't have that stress. Um, Even though, and they don't have much. Like, they have, they they live in a poor country. But I feel like they're happier than we are here. Yeah. That's what I felt, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to go check it out. That in Sweden. Oh, I yeah. Sweden. Have you been to Sweden? Oh, not yet. Yeah. Here's pretty interesting over there. Why Sweden? Why does it interest you? It's like I hear they have, like, good, um, like, I know their nature looks pretty good, like, 
there's no nature spots. Like I'm, I think it's like mountainous over there. Like it's a bunch of like mountains. Like I want to go stay up in a cabin or something like over there. Like basically, I just see a bunch of like those Instagram, you know, motivational stuff. <laughs> I think it's from Sweden. I'm just like, wow, that'd be nice. I watch the same too. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I say, you know, like I put the flag on, and like this is so pretty. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Have you been to any other countries? Uh, where have I been? Well, I traveled not too much, but I've traveled a lot. I've been in Argentina, China, like places in Europe because it's close to Russia. China was very different. Like they eat crazy stuff. Like yeah. they can serve you a dog in a restaurant and you wouldn't even know that it was a dog that you just ate. It's like I was freaking wow. out to eat anything. Yeah. That yeah, was crazy. That's probably why COVID came from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's freaky. And you see people like selling food on the streets and like it just looked very weird. Like you never know what you're eating there. And uh, actually ever because of the pollution, there's a lot of like uh, heavy stuff that they produce. Even before COVID, people were wearing masks. Like most of the people on the streets were wearing masks. Like I was in the beginning, I was like species, but then I'm like, oh, because when you breathe, you don't breathe fresh air. They have so much manufacturing and pollution is very bad. So there's yeah. no fresh air. Like that felt sad, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to fix that problem because, yeah. Man, it's fucked up over there. It is. Yeah, I need to go to China. I feel like I heard that's like one of the only Asian countries that aren't racist. Like I hear North, I mean South Korea is pretty racist, surprisingly. That's what I heard too. Yeah, like my friends are stationed over there, and they're like they can't even get a cab. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like nineteen um, thirties America over there, basically. They don't have Uber. Wow. Yeah. Now in China, you'll be fine. And just because you're not Asian, just because you're not Chinese, people are going to be like taking pictures with you on the streets. It's mm -hmm. actually funny. Um, yeah. We went there with a friend um, and he's from Colombia and he looks like Vin Diesel. Like if you look at him, he looks like Vin Diesel. And people wow. said he's Vin Diesel. So like he had like a huge following on the streets. Like people were just asking for pictures with him. Wow. <laughs> That was very funny. And just because you look different, like if you're not Asian, people are going to be trying to take selfies with you. But they're very like nice about it. Like, can I take a picture with you? Like they're very sweet. I'm like, I'm nobody. Why you want to take a picture with me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you said tourists. Yeah, yeah, but for them it's like, please. I'm like, okay. For them it's like, wow, that was funny. Yeah. If you need yeah. self-esteem boost, like feel like a celebrity, go to China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna just say I'm Chris Brown. Oh yeah, you do look like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Definitely get away with that. That'll be fun. Not even gonna lie. I'm gonna take full advantage of that. Um, but yeah, I, I see you're an actor. I'm definitely curious about that. You what use do you that? Know? Like, do you use those skills for TikTok? <laughs> like, did you go to acting class or something? I just started TikTok. It's like. I'm sorry, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm so old when it comes to like, technology. My mom mm -hmm. taught me how to use TikTok. This is how oh. <laughs> it was. And I just like started doing it. She's like, you need to do it. I'm like, why? She's like, everybody's doing it. It's fun. And then I started watching, like, it is fun, you know? Um, but no, actually, I'm learning how to make funny videos for TikTok because it's, it's hard, man. Like, it's a completely different game. And uh, I mean, I'm impressed with the quality of the videos people post there, like... Right. They spend time on producing and putting it together and with music, it's fun. For acting, I have been taking classes everywhere. Um, 
in Russia, in LA, in Atlanta, in Miami. Um, man, I love it. When it comes to acting, it's like a playground, you know, it's, it's fun. Have you been in any shows or movies or anything? I've been in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, what? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, my I back then I was going under my legal name Anna Bogomazova. Like I yeah. changed it to Anya Zova because my agent insisted. He's like, your last name is too long. We need to shorten it. So if you look up Anna Bogomazova Brooklyn Nine Nine, you will find something. I was playing a Russian chick from Brooklyn, which was so fun, and and I even got married on set. <laughs> <laughs> That must have been like multiple episodes then, right? No, it's one. It's only one episode, but it's a lot happened in one episode. I'm not going to give out too much. I don't want to ruin the storyline. But once you watch it, it's like get married and something else happened. There was a drama. It was like, it's a lot of stuff in one episode. And another recent one, 2019, um, MacGyver, season four. Uh, There I play um, bad chick assassin. Like I'm killing people and stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty incredible, honestly. Like that dude from Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> he basically started YouTube. Like the main character, mm-hmm. with his and, um, and- songs and stuff. Man, that's crazy. But he's great, Andy. He even in um, person, like he's such a sweetheart. Like, and he also. He produced, I think Brooklyn and then he not just accident, he produced it. Like it was his idea right. to do show. And he he's a sweetheart. Like honestly, everybody on set, it's like a family. I'm like, oh my gosh, it feels so good. And they just like they love what they do. And they've been doing it for seven years. So imagine they've been shooting it for seven years. Now it's eight years. Yeah. So it's literally a family. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. Like it's so much fun. Like, you know, it's a family environment. It's fun. Right. Yeah. And then you also got to meet that, um, what is his name? Tyrese? No, it's not Tyrese. The big black guy. I can't remember, I can't remember his name right now. What is his Tyler? No. Well, what is his name? Hold on. I can pull up. I think it's Tyler or somebody. Yeah, he's fun too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was uh, in a couple of scenes with me. Um, yeah, it's, he's very professional, you know? Yeah. Everybody's professional. It's, it's fun. That must have been really exciting because even he, he's a legend himself. Like, he's been in so many movies and so many shows. It's pretty crazy. I probably would have freaked out if I was there. When I booked it, I was like, I got so excited. Like, I was trying not to show that I'm excited because I was, like, pumped just to be on set. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting paid just to be here. Like, I'm like, what the hell is happening? And I try not to show it. So I was very serious all the time because I didn't want to show that it's like I'm freaking out inside of excitement. And at some point, like, like, do you enjoy it? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm loving it. You know, I just yeah. don't want to be like, jumping around like a crazy chick. But inside, I was like freaking out. You know? I tried to play it cool, like on the outside. Like, oh, yeah, that's, okay. yeah, like that's what I do every day. But inside, I was like, oh! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. And I have a whole new respect for acting ever since I did uh, this theater class because you have to be a whole entire different person. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that, was that hard for you at first? At first, um, I can't say it was hard. It was, um, I just didn't know what I'm doing. I'm not, I didn't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, it's like, because um, what acting, to, yes, yes, it was hard. I explain you why. Because I feel like in acting, you have to break your uh, ego 
because you think you that thing or you think you that thing, but the reality we're just humans in the physical, like you soul in the physical body, and like society tells us, or oh, you you smart or you stupid or you ugly or you pretty, but no, like we you just human being, and you can be anything you want to be. And acting taught me that you can do whatever you want to do, and we don't even know what we're capable of, you know. And yeah, acting exactly. shows you like you can be. And it's fun. I like to play like also like dumb or bad characters because it's fun. Like I want to understand like what would like a bad guy do? Like why he does bad things? Why somebody kills somebody? Like I always try to justify this character in my head so I can play it. And it's this for me, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. You can literally be anybody you want. Wow. So like, was it like, I don't understand like how you would like being a whole different person, like you would have to do like their like little subtle things. Like for example, like how I'm sitting right now, that's how I sit. But if like you know, if I had to face someone else, like how would I sit like that? You know, did you worry about that stuff or did you? Well, I always it's actually fun because it's very playful. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm thinking, okay, if I'm playing this character, how this character would walk? You know, right. how how she will talk because she's she has different experiences than I do. And it's fun, like just you try to walk differently or you stand differently, you know, um, and it creates those stories, what happened to her and like what she experienced. And uh, I think it's very fun. Like, it's like you kind of, for a moment, you can live life of somebody else. Exactly. So you had to come up with that stuff by yourself or like a director would tell you how to stand or play what to do basically with the subtle stuff. By yourself, like, um, in Russia, directors, they actually do that for you. Like, um, but in America sets, like in American movies, you kind of have to come up with that. But if you, if they don't like it, they're going to tell you, listen, don't do that. Like, you know, they will stop you. They will like fix you. But most of the time they kind of, you have to come up because when you audition, you already have this character ready. So if you book a role with this audition, it means they liked what you created or kind of character you created. So you just stick with whatever you created. You don't want to show up on set and do something different from your audition, you know, you want to be consistent. What show would you want to be on right now or movie that you see? Oh, I want to be in a movie with Rock. I don't care what. Yeah, I want to be with The Rock and I want to be a lead actress and like do crazy stuff. Um, I love Meryl Streep. Uh, I want to, have you seen this um, show on HBO, Pretty Little Lies, I think? I've heard of it, I never watched it. It's a cool show. Like I would love to be in something like that. And now what I love, um, what do I love? I love like um, sci-fi stuff about aliens and superheroes. Like I would love to play a superhero, you know? Right. Uh, that would make, give me so much joy. Like, mm, Yeah, <laughs> I can definitely see you in a movie with The Rock, especially like he's doing this stuff with Fast and Furious. You can definitely be like a, a badass Russian chick in that, one of those movies. I would love that. I'm in. I'm into that. <laughs> so you know, exactly. You just got manifested. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. I, wow. <laughs> that Brooklyn Nine Nine thing really got me. That's that's really good. That's really crazy. Honestly. Is there anything you want to talk about? Like, you get anything interested? About you, like you said, you've done theater, right? Yeah, that was like for a little bit. I gave up on it because, like, I just, it just wasn't me. I just couldn't do it. Like I was like, I was like, like yeah, because I don't know if it was my acting teacher because she was like harder on me than everybody else. Like I was a minute late and me and this girl was a minute late one time 
but she only wrote me up for it. I was like, okay, like she's obviously got it out for me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it was her or like or acting but I just never tried it again but I basically tried it because like I was doing this social media stuff mm-hmm. back then so I was like see if I like you know would like acting too since I like making all these funny videos but you know I just kept on doing these funny videos instead which is awesome it's acting too it's yeah and you write your own jokes like you write through your own stuff to film sometimes like i try to do original videos but they don't do as well as the videos that have their own sound and stuff the trendy stuff on tiktok so it's just like i don't do them as often like i come up with ideas but then i was like and then i'm like i never really do them because i know it's probably not gonna do as well i probably should stop doing that honestly mm-hmm. cool myself more yeah what is your favorite like tiktoker like i know there are a couple of very famous guys on tiktok who's your favorite um i don't know his name but there's this dude he he had he like does these sketches he's completely original he does these like sketches where he has a son that's like subtly gay <laughs> but like he does like <laughs> these little like subtle gay things like in his last video i saw he was like he was his son with was with his like a uh, blind friend and his blind friend thought he was making out with it, the other dude's son's cousin that's a girl but it was really just his son. He was like, where'd Jennifer go? <laughs> like, I didn't even get her number. <laughs> and she was like, and the son was like, oh, she left when my, when my dad came in. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> this dude is crazy. I definitely need to get his name. I forgot his name. And then um, I like, I like Addison, right? I don't watch her TikToks. I like her as like a personality. Mm-hmm. So like I watch her when she's like on other people's podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like out of like and um Charlie the D'Amelio family, they're okay. Like, I don't know, they kinda like Dixie D'Amelio, she's kinda weird to me. <laughs> I don't know, do you know them? Like, no, you know I don't know. I'm I just started with TikTok. Like I'm trying to learn and like follow guys who are successful and uh man, it's it's a different world. And oh, yeah. Yeah, but Zip cool. Like I've seen some very funny videos, and you have to come up with creative stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. It's hard to be original on TikTok because, like, they the algorithm focuses on um, the trendy stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, if your original videos don't get like a like a ninety percent conversion rate on the like the first little group of people they show your video to, then it's probably not going to do that well. Well, you have to know all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy with the times and you we're in because you have to learn these algorithms and stuff like that to just get ahead. Yeah, I was just talking like to a couple of comics and they showed me like a two TikTok profiles of guys who started TikTok like a year or two ago. And from like after a couple of months, now they have like two million followers. Not a couple of months. I think it took six months for them. Like, at the beginning, they were doing, like, okay videos, like, shitty videos. And then, like, they get better and better with practice. And, like, after six months, they just, like, went viral. So it's like one video went viral and they start doing it, like, more seriously. Um, and you never know which video is going to be viral. Like, I feel like you have to keep doing it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Some people's videos, they go viral off of nothing. Like, some people record their videos in the dark. And then end up with a million likes. I'm just like I like I I invested two hundred dollars for this ring light. 
<laughs> these people get famous all these videos they don't even try so they're just like you know should i even try anymore uh, so now i just like i make videos whenever i feel like making videos honestly yeah you know it's interesting i was watching um on youtube there's a russian producer and there's one well actually there are a couple of very young teenagers like 18 19 year old year old and they have like eight nine million followers on tiktok so the producer they bought a house it's like a mansion mm-hmm. they hired to manage those tiktokers they put them to live together in this house and they have like different like um, lightning and different like backgrounds and like the whole house is just set up for them to work you know right it was some i was like wow this looks like so much fun and like they all live together they all almost the same age they like hang out and they come up with creative stuff and they have a manager in the house who produces them who manages them it's like um, i was impressed i'm like damn that's like now they're like superstars like ever in russia everybody knows them um and they're just kids you know like 18 19 year old and they're already making a lot of money oh yeah for sure like yeah that's something like uh, i don't know if you heard of him but jake paul started back in like 2016 with that whole you know inviting like having all these influencers in a house and now you hear like about the hype house and then that house and then all these different houses I would love to be in those houses, but then, like, I don't, <laughs> I think I would hate to live with all those people, especially these, like, young people, like, you know, they would just, they would probably attract all these infestations and stuff, like, this way off, you know. Especially if you're introverts, I'm also introverted, like, I need my space, you know, like, I, yeah, I need and, they'll probably, and they'll make all this noise and stuff, like, I have a hard time living with my mom because they're so loud, like, it's, <laughs> it's just, like, imagine, imagine them. That'd have you done your mom? Huh? Have you done any videos with your mom? No, I thought about doing one video. I don't know if you've seen this one um, trend going on. It's like, it's like, it goes like, um, trying to explain this right. Like, it's a staring contest, and then like whoever loses, they have to eat the eat the other person's butt, basically, <laughs> <laughs> eat the other person's ass. So like, you would you would turn to to the person. And be like you were staring in their eyes and then quickly look, at it, look away and be like, mm, I guess I lost. Oh my god, you wanna do it with your mom? <laughs> I was going to, but then I was like, you know what? I don't know if I wear my video doing that. <laughs> but that probably would go viral. You have a high chance. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That's why I thought about it. I might do that tonight, honestly. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I would watch it. <laughs> oh yeah. And probably we'll have to have a couple of drinks before that. So right. Great. <laughs> right. I just hope she won't be in the video, honestly, because that video would definitely pop off for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So basically, um, but other than that, I, I'm just more of an int- investor now. I love investing in crypto. Have you, have you looked into the crypto markets? Yes, it went up, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice. So you made money. Yeah, like most of my investments uh, doubled. Wow, congrats. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you invested in the right time. When, when did you invest it in? Um, I would say about last summer. Mm-hmm. So that was like, no, yeah, last summer and then in March, which is when, you know, that all these market, all the markets crashed. Mm-hmm. So like, and it was my birthday too. They, they all literally crashed on my birthday. And you're March like, okay, this is the time. I'm going to make myself a birthday gift. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, happy birthday. <laughs> like all these investments on sale. So definitely bought in. Nice. So you got you 
what is your plan? You're going to continue investing or what do you think? I'm trying to make a business out of it now. Like there's a, there's this thing called NFTs. You heard of that? No, educate me. It's a NFT stands for non-fungible token. A fungible token is a basically um, a cryptocurrency that exists on an existing blockchain. So like Ethereum, for example, is its own cryptocurrency. It's its own blockchain. And then why is my fucking dog barking? <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a, a bunch of, okay. So Ethereum is its own blockchain and then its own cryptocurrency. And then you can build other cryptos on it and they're called tokens. So those are fungible tokens. A non-fungible token has it, every token has its own individual value. So they can go up individually and stuff. So you can basically tokenize digital assets like a like for a game example, you know, you have a spaceship and now that spaceship can be rare. Like that would be the only spaceship in the world. <laughs> so that it could end up costing a million dollars if people like it that much. Wow. So yeah, you exactly. do that. That's fun. Yeah, exactly. So that like have you heard of this movie called uh, Ready Player One? No, I have to look it up. What is it about? It's basically this, uh, it's about the future. Like everybody, it basically lives in virtual reality, you know, because, you know, yeah, exactly, almost there. And it's like, um, reality is actually shit. And virtual reality is pretty cool because you can be whatever the fuck you want. You're whatever the fuck you want. And then, so yeah, when, it, when things get to that point, <laughs> all these virtual assets, like there's already virtual worlds, but it's not in the VR and stuff yet. So I'm definitely heavily investing into that right now. It's like, a, have you seen TV series Black Mirror? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like about future. And like, you look at some stuff that was like filmed five, seven years ago. And it's like, what's happening now? Mm, yeah, for sure, yeah. How did they know that it's going to be this way? Yeah, exactly. Like the Simpsons predicted a couple of stuff. Did you see that? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It's, 9-11 yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. They even predicted that guy that stormed the Capitol the other day. No way, really? Yeah, he was like, he was wearing those bullhorns and his face painted and his shirt off. He was in one of those episodes. I was like, what the hell? Like, what what time travel device do they have? Like, <laughs> what are they hiding? <laughs> that's, that's I want to know what else he predicted, you know? Like, I need to start watching them. Like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> What would you say? I want to see that episode with Storm in the Capitol. I'm curious. Yeah, I need to see what episode that is. But yeah, and then they also predicted Trump going down the escalator. Like how? Like how do you get that so specifically? Like it, it was so specific, and it was from like the ni- late '90s, early 2000s. Wow. Yeah. Years ago, they knew. Uh, Who's that? I'm curious who is writing because this is a writer who wrote it, you know? Yeah, exactly. yeah, I think the writer has some conspiracies himself. Mm-hmm. Like he's like doing some underground Illuminati stuff. So that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, what's going on over there? Right. Yeah, it's going on all types of stuff. But I'm going to have to end this podcast off here. It was very nice talking to you and meeting you, honestly. You too, Scott. You're awesome. I really enjoyed talking to you, and thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here on the podcast. <laughs>
So thank you guys for listening and we're at done. Thank you guys for tuning into this whole podcast. You can follow her on TikTok at Anya Zova. It's A-N-Y-A-Z-O-V-A. Yep, that's how you spell it. That's how you that's how you find her on TikTok. You also, if you go to TikTok, you'll find her Instagram. Make sure to follow her on all that. Okay, I forgot to like, you know, tell her, I mean, I forgot to ask her uh to shout herself out on the podcast. So that's why I'm doing it now. So hopefully you enjoyed. Make sure you leave a rating. Tweet me at six is how many. And I'm out. Peace.